Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like you want things to do and that is what it is. That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an effect. I want to change church. Our churches. I just, I just love the spirit here. I was telling her, I can't just wait to get back into some. I just feel this is a boot camp, and this is, this is not an ordinary church. I, I, I walked in here and I felt that this is um, a remnant church. Okay, let me not sound very. This is, this is, this is a, a, a rare, a rare selection of people that God is set to set on fire and used for his end time harvest and you are part of what God is doing. You have been recruited into an army and I tell you God wants to trust you with nations and I am excited to be part of this. Where's your wife? Okay, so he's been hoarding you from me. So I take her with me today. Amen. And by the <laughs> don't worry. Good to meet you. Bless you. Thanks so. Do you celebrate your pastor's wife? Amen. How many of you desire to marry a pastor? Okay, don't worry. Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. <laughs> How the ladies, you know, sometimes. You just have this set of members who just are excited about their pastor and they're not excited about his wife. It's like being excite, excited about Jesus and not his church. Am I? It's like saying you love Christ and not his body. Can you say you love a person and you don't? I mean, you have to love me to return, you know, that kind of thing. Love me completely. So it's 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 people. That's why people. I don't. I don't make sense of people who say I'm a believer, but I don't really belong to any church. And people who talk against church. You don't. If you know Jesus, you won't talk against His body. If you love Him, you will not be in that space. So I want to celebrate you for what. You do. And every wonderful person here, uh, Titi came with me. She's one of our worship leaders. She's an amazing psalmist. And thanks for coming. And that's uh, Phoebean. Amen. Praise God. Maybe at some point she'll be able to just minister to us. But uh, I have the privilege of being married to the most beautiful expression of feminine. Um, uh, she's an exquisite expression of God's creative expertise. My God. Shara Bahaka. Hey, Badasata. She's my wife for 13 years. 
and uh, her name is her name is Bethel. Do you have a concordance? Bethel means the house of God. So I wake up every day. Some of you wait to come to church. I just do like this. And I, Mine. And then we have uh, three boys Kingdom, Influence, and Impact. You have a problem with that? <laughs> so I don't need to pray, Thy kingdom come. I just call my first son Kingdom come. It's a system. It was intentionally created to make sure we live the kingdom life. Amen. So I'm really glad to be here with you guys. I really feel like family. And um, what do I say about your pastor? I, I think I first met him. Was it at the meeting on the island where Pastor Isi? Pastor, are you Daniels? But I think I took notice of that day where we had that interesting encounter on the island and. He just has a great heart and um, one of the greatest blessings in life as a believer is to have a pastor who is sincere and who loves God and who really wants to give you, uh, who wants to create an atmosphere for you to grow. The Bible says that God said, I'm the one who gives you a pastor after my heart. So if you feel in any way that you have been blessed by God, giving you a man like this. Please celebrate, Pastor. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Celebrate your pastor. Amen. See, we're in boot camp. I've started preaching, so there's no... You see, some people have... COVID gave some people online pastors. Eh? They wake up to different, you know, they have their morning morning pastor, afternoon pastor, great things that are happening online, but you really can never be pastored online. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We can reach out online, but we can establish people online. We can, you know, proclaim God's word online, but when it comes to discipleship, it is life on life, on life. Not all, it can't be done online. It has to be done on site. I have to be looking at you to know whether your yes is yes. <laughs> have you ever sent an emoji that you were happy when you were sad? <laughs> oh, talk to me right now. <laughs> have you ever said, you know, preach on with a thumbs up, but you know uh, where you were now? Eh? This pastor, do quick, I'll finish this service. <laughs> But there's something about touching and feeling and being in the space with people who really want to care for you. Don't be part of that rising generation that are everything they receive, everything that's causing them to grow spiritually is, is online. It's great. With the Bible says you have many teachers, but you do not have many fathers. So when you see a man who's there and he's praying and he's caring for you and he's speaking into your life, just not about him, but leadership across board. That's the kind of people God is raising. Because when it comes to circumcision, which is part of what I'm going to talk about at some point, when Joshua circumcised a generation, 
you can <laughs> circumcision is not done online. Eh? You do circumcision, and circumcision is painful. I watched my third son being circumcised, and I had my circumcision is the only uh, is one of the the experiences where a father looks at looks away from the pain of his son and cannot help the situation but not helping the situation is helping the situation uh, not helping the situation is help so when God looked away from Jesus on the cross he was Jesus had never been separated from the father but God looking away was needed so that the whole world can look at God trying to say that your pastor is there to, to watch you. Sometimes he watches you through situations and he's looking like, pastor, help me. But did you know that in the metamorphosis process of a butterfly, if you help the process, oh, talk to me now. Pupa, lava, all that process. If you say, no, this thing has to become a butterfly quickly. By the time it will be f- something fly, but it will not be butter. It will be flying somehow, maybe, you know. It will be moving, but it won't be butterfly. Sometimes your pastor is there, and uh, he's praying for you and all that, but there are prayers he can't pray for you. He has to watch you grow. You have to go through your own challenges. But the beauty of a pastor is that he is in that space. He's in that space. Your pastor is not meant to have all the answers. He's also seeking God for answers. But he makes himself available so that you have an atmosphere to grow. An atmosphere to be accountable. So I trust God that God is raising the people in this room who are going to be mightily used by him. Who understand church. Who understand what God's plan is. Who will submit themselves to the process. Father, we give you the praise. Are you ready tonight? We're going to take a journey. Kuria basa barakatala dosha. Subria gadaria masa kapola nili. Wiga boza riana makanda yu. Isabora basera kotara. Kurama sora masarama. Jeriana mosi baba. Siniama ko. Vareniama, Vareniana Mazara Namuria, Oriana Mazate, Zate, 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 Subiana Macapo, Zate, Leriana Maporiana, Nanosa, Puniana Mazacataya. Something is happening here. I'm looking for three or four hungry people who wants to be used by God. You're tired. You're tired of being tired. You're tired of a Christianity that does not produce. Make it the purposes of God. Oh, 
Sinyana makatula masata Unyamakush Zunyana mahadadu Sinyana Hallelujah. The grace of God that I enjoy is apostolic in nature. What that means is God enables me to mobilize his people, enables me to help you set up, set out on a journey where your life begins to count for the kingdom of God. What that means is everyone of you under the sound of my voice, if you follow this journey, there is, there is a destination in God where your life will count for eternity. There's more to church than we have experienced. And God wants us to rethink church and rethink what this is all about. I was sharing with someone yesterday. I said, if the version of Christianity we have practiced in this country is all there is in God, if this is it, if, if I've, our Christianity in the last 30, 40 years, if this is it, then there is something missing. If it cannot change a nation, we need to rethink the version. I'm using my words clearly. There's a version that requires an upgrade. If this is all that church can produce in terms of national transformation, then there's something wrong somewhere. So I came here today not to just have a conference. If you're talking about saviors, I came here today in the hope that in 10 years, in 5 years, that the conversation we are having this morning will position us to indeed be people who will rise up as that generation of saviors. How many of you were born in church? The parents of Christians, you were born in church. Okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> some of you came along the way, but some of us sang in men's choir at age seven. You'll get the revelation next Sunday. <laughs> when you sing in men's choir at age seven, then you were really born in church. When my mom was pregnant with me, they were going planting churches. And they planted a church somewhere in Iwaya, Lagos. And when later in life, I went to do church in, the, in that place. There's something about the altar that you are dedicated on that makes a demand on your life for the rest of your life. But I'm going somewhere with that. I'm trying to say that we, we, many of us were born in church and there is a generation that must take the substance of what our fathers experienced and begin to live it out in a way that it is practical, 
it is transformational it will bring in the harvest of souls in the nations of the earth it will transform nations so when God says to Abraham I will bless you that is equation one nobody solves a simultaneous equation with just one of the equations you have to have oh come on now two or three so I will bless you is just a part of the equation so if you are blessed by God it's not enough he said I will make you so when you have been blessed and you are just rejoicing at being blessed a making process begins he said I will bless you and I will make you a blessing the Nigerian church has been blessed but this generation must understand what it means to go through a making process to cause us to be a blessing are you listening to what I'm saying the church can't be where you come to just to receive it has to be a boot camp it has to be a garage so that the real work of ministry does not happen here the real work of ministry has to happen outside these four walls so are you ready for that kind of journey go around and tell someone we're in for it this afternoon as you find your seat amen glory to God glory to God you may be seated Woo. so let's see how we, we, we work this journey Joshua chapter 14 Joshua 14 by the way the, 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 when I saw that theme saviors I, I, I just you know the, 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 the revelation of these scriptures I'm going to share and this thought I'm going to share just flooded my heart and I believe that's what God is talking about. Hmm. So if you, before we go to Joshua 14, Obadiah, I believe, Obadiah 1, 20, 1 verse 20 and 21. Obadiah 1, 20 and 21. I'm a, okay, you be, that, that's great. Obadiah 1, glory to God. 20 and 21. This company of Israelites exile who are in Canaan will possess the land as far as Zarephath. The exiles from Jerusalem who are in the Shaphat will possess the towns of Negev. Deliver us. If you read the King James Version, it says, Saviors will go up on Mount Zion to do what? Or oh, talk to me. To govern the mountains of Esau and the kingdom will be the Lord. That's a good place to say amen. He says deliverers. The word deliverers there is also saviors. Will go up on the mount on, on Mount Zion to govern the mountains of Esau and the kingdom will be the Lord's. God has an agenda to make sure the earth is fully restored to him, he wants the earth governed by man. The original plan of God in creating you and I was that we will be his regents in the earth. We were created in his image and in his likeness. What that means is that we were, su we're supposed to represent God. We're supposed to resemble God. We are supposed to be the, 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 the representation of God in the earth. So Adam was God in the earth. 
Adam was created to function like God in the earth. Hmm. Why did God create man? He created man, number one, because he is love. And love is creative. <laughs> if a guy tells you, I love you, and he's not creative, there's something about love that finds a way. I'm stuck in Ojuelegba right now. You love me, find a way. Say, he has not called me. He's just very busy. No, no, he's not busy. He has not found a way. Because love is creative. So God, and then love must have an object to which it is directed. You can't say, I love. I love. Love Guinea. <laughs> so when you say, I love, there must be a recipient of that because it's a doing word. So if God says he is love, that behooves of him to have something to love. Oh, are you listening to what I'm saying? So love is creative and love wants to extend itself. Love will always want to direct itself in a direct, towards someone or something. So God in his nature created us primarily to love us. You are a love being. When God created you, you are the, you are the result of God wanting to release his love in a direction. You are a love. He said, I've loved you with an everlasting love. So the first thing you must deal with, that's why if there's anything you must be establishing as a believer is the love of God for you. If you've not settled it that God loves you, then we have issues. He loves you not because you are lovely. He loves you because he is love. Oh, did you hear? He loves you because he's love. So God created us uh, because he's creative. He created us because he's, he wanted to love us, but he created us also to manifest himself in the earth. Oh God, Gideon, can we walk this journey? Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And if God is creative and whatever God creates, because God is creative and he's love, anything love creates uh, is wonderful. In verse 2, the Bible says, the earth was without form and void. Something went wrong between verse 1 and verse 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Walk with me, guys. And then in the second verse, how could God create earth that is without form and void, darkness on the face of the deep, all of these things? This, it's, it's, it's a contradiction. I believe that between Genesis 1-1 and Genesis 1-2, something went wrong. And it's possibly zillions of years. It's possibly a timeline we don't even know about. That might even prove some scientists right. That's okay for another day. The earth that God created in verse 1 must have been good. Must have been beautiful. Must have been a physical place that God created. But we know, according to the prophet... That there was a cherub that was on God's throne. Lucifer. Something got into his head and he felt 
you know, I want to exalt myself above God. This was before time. And then God cast him down. I believe that when God cast Satan or Lucifer down and with one third of heaven's angels, the earth is a physical place created by an invisible God. But Satan was, was, was dethroned or was displaced from heaven. I believe that Satan began to hover over the physical earth. Oh, come on now. That God created in Genesis 1.1. That the reason why in Genesis 1-2, the earth God created was now void, without form, is because spirit beings, disobedient spirits, Satan and his, and his angelic beings, because they are spirits, spirits can't come into a physical space until they find... A host, yes, until they find a container. But this is what spirits can do. They can hover over a spiritual space and begin to determine the atmosphere over that place. That's why you can't say, I like every kind of music. I just love to listen to radio music through the night. And you allow somebody to determine your atmosphere. You allow a playlist. You did not determine Oh my, look straight. Amen. <laughs> you allow some DJ to create the atmosphere of your room for six hours. That is costly. Why, where am I going with this? Spirits determine the configuration of a physical space. When spirits hover over a place, they can begin to uh, change its configuration. They, they, they begin to determine the, the, the value. They can cause a place to lose value or to depreciate. And if there's anything Satan knows well, it's music. He was the cherub. Satan was, was the choir master in heaven. There were three archangels, Lucifer for worship. Gabriel for, for the word. And Michael was always ready to fight. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if I'll touch my notes today, but I'm just looking at your faces and by the Spirit of God, trusting that I'm speaking what you need to hear. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Because I'm going somewhere with this. Because if you don't understand these things, if you don't understand the spiritual and, and the supernatural and, and why things have ended up the way they are, if you, you won't understand why we need saviors. So, uh, so uh, when spirits hover over a place, they, they can change the configuration of that place. So the earth God created in Genesis 1, Ma, has suddenly become a place that was without form. No, that's not God. That has become a place that was void, empty, that was, there was darkness. That's why when you allow Satan around your space long enough, you lose form. You become empty. That's why Justin Bieber said at 17, I thought I, was, I had millions, but I was empty. Darkness. What is darkness? The absence of God and the ignorance of God. Darkness is not light out. Darkness is God out. 
So, <laughs> can we handle this? This is, this, is, this is scientific light. If you go out there, you see natural light. All those ones were created days after in the creation story. In verse 3, what did God do? He said, let there be light. He didn't say, let there be moon. Or let there be sun. He said, let there be light. And John tells us who is light. So what God was saying, I am reintroducing myself by my word. So when God said, let there be light, he was saying, light be. What he was saying is, I'm coming back into this space. So when he said, let there be light, God was reintroducing himself into a space Satan was lounging in. So from Genesis 1-3, sir, was a reconstruction plan. We call it creation, but it was recreation. Because he already created it in Genesis 1, 1. Then Genesis 2, something went wrong. We don't know how much time that is. We'll find out. Then he comes back and he says, Satan, you can't have my space. It is my space. I, I, I cast you down from heaven, but I determine where you go. You can't control the earth or anything I've created. I would, I would, I would, I would displace you to where I want you to be. But this is it. I will create, recreate the earth that you've messed up. And I don't need to come there to oversee it. Ah, yeah. I will create someone like me. I have work. I will create a being after my image and my likeness. He will superintend. He will be the governor over the earth. He will put you where you belong while I'm up there. Oh, are you listening to what I'm saying? He will govern the earth. So part of why God created you and I is that in order to show the devil that you refuse to worship me, I will create a being that can worship me. One. And then I'll create a being that will rule over you in a space that you want to take illegally. Oh, guys, are you getting what I'm saying? So God created us to show the devil that, listen, you refuse to worship me willfully. I'll create a being like me that will choose to worship me. You know what messes up the devil? The fact that God gives you and I a choice. He didn't get a second chance. You, you have gotten 77 chances. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It messes up the devil. That's why he's crazy. That's why he's, he's mad at Because he didn't get a second chance. But you have what it takes to choose to say, I'm coming back to God. Are you getting this right now? And so, we are created to govern we are created to be the extension of God in the earth. But because God is spirit and God wanted to create the, someone like him in the earth, aye, he, he created us over oh, Latasha. In Genesis 1, 26 and 28, he created us in his image. But it was in Genesis chapter 2 that the Bible says he formed out of the dust, he formed, you know, 
made something out of the dust, and then he breathed into mold and became a living soul. So the created man in Genesis 1 became the formed man in Genesis 2. Which means Adam and Eve were in God, but they were spirit beings in Genesis 1. They had been created. But God needed permission to enter the earth because God is a God that deals with legalities. He couldn't even come into the earth he created without obeying his own laws. You can't function in the earth until you find a physical being to give you permission to come in. So he created dust and found himself a, a permission to come into the earth, breathe into that, and he became a living soul. So when Adam stood up, Adam stood up as a species of a creation that Satan didn't understand. He had permission to function in the earth, and he had connection with God. Satan, <laughs> are you listening to what I'm saying? He, uh, this guy was functioning at the, the speed of God's thought. Adam did not pray in tongues. He didn't say, Kapaya, Shad. Adam, as he thought it, Adam saw a lion and named the lion without consulting his there was a system, a transmission. There was a compliance. Are you getting what I'm saying? There was a sense in which he was in tune with God. That he could name every animal. And the Bible said God saw to see what he would name them. And he was accurate in naming them. Because he had the mind of God. Adam did not. I don't think he called all the fishes out of the water. And lined them up. and said, you, you are shark. You, you are dolphin. There was, a, there was a technology in Adam that he could enter water and not drown. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. He could enter water and not drown. He named all the fishes and came back out and he was cool. He's going, no, 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 no. Adam that he could meet the eagle in the air and name the eagle. I'm going somewhere. We were designed for dominion. We were designed for governance. We were designed to rule. We were designed to function like God in the earth. We don't even yet know the gravity of sin and what it cost us. You see this thing you call spirit, soul, and body right now is the consequence of sin. Adam did not operate like that. You are spirit. They have to teach you you are spirit. Say I'm spirit. I'm spirit. I have a soul. I have a soul. I live in the body. I live in the body. Adam didn't have that school. Didn't go to that discipleship class. I'm spirit. I'm spirit. The flesh shall not rule over me. It was sin that compartmentalized man. So when Adam needed to be body, he was body. When he needed to be spirit, he was spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? The soul was the software, was the central processing system. He was all that in one. So we don't even know what he looked like naked. Because the Bible says he was, they were naked and not ashamed. Don't think he's this naked. He's not that naked. He's not that by book of Bible story you saw. <laughs> this was a, where did Pastor Tolu get this man from? My name is Gideon Umba. 
Are you I'm just telling you how much when we talk about Jesus coming, what he came to restore us back to. I'm trying to take you on a journey of what you now carry inside of you. So, Adam sins, you know, and all that. And it's interesting how man fell. I hope you know the fall of man. It's not that Adam fell from heaven to earth. When we say the fall of man, have you heard of the, the fall of man? The fall of man <laughs> was not him falling from heaven to earth. He was on earth. Adam was, was a, was a God-mast walking the earth. You know a mast? MTN mast. Eh? Wherever Adam went was where God was going. You know the meaning of Eden? Eden is a point on earth where heaven meets the earth. So, the Bible says God planted a garden eastward of Eden. Are you getting what I'm saying? Oh my God. Adam was the carrier of Eden. So it was Adam. Listen, when God reconstructed the earth and just created the, 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 the you know, cleared up the place, Adam's assignment was to, then God planted a garden. Remember he has recreated, he planted a garden. So the idea was, Adam was now supposed to be fruitful with that garden. Multiply that garden. Replenish that garden. And subdue the whole earth with that garden. Oh guys, are you going? The garden was not everywhere in the earth. The, uh, the garden was planted by God, and it, Adam was the, was, the, was the one who was designed to cultivate that garden and make sure that that garden spread through the earth. That garden had four rivers. That garden had gold. That garden had so much inside. That garden was, was amazing. But the, the, the real thing that made that garden reproducible was Eden. Locked up in the man. A connection between God and man. So when man sinned, when we say the fall of man, is that man lost that connection. Man lost that connectivity between him and God. So that for the first time, Ma, what's the name? Oinda. Oinda, did I get it? For the first time, did you know that in Genesis or in human history, the first question was not asked by God. Adam never asked God questions. God never asked Adam questions until Satan asked a question. The very first question in the Bible was asked by the serpent. Hey, we have to do Saviors 1, Saviors 2. This one is conference. After this, we'll now do like six hours. Nobody said amen. We've not started. What do you think you came to? You came for conference, Abby? Conference. We came to re-engineer your head. We came to brainwash you because the one you have right now, they said they are brainwashing people. Yes, now we brainwash people with blood. ISIS brainwashes people. Uh, I can't have brainwashes people. Every, every set of people making a difference in the world. <laughs> Illuminati, they will brainwash you. What are you talking? You come to church and you don't want to be brainwashed? 
<laughs> Where was I? Adam. So he, he, the, 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 the serpent asked, did God say? And all of those questions. So the woman was attempting to answer questions. That's a story for another day. This is not a ladies' conference. And so by the time they sinned and all that, for the first time, God shows up and God had to ask man, where are you? It wasn't that he didn't know where man was. It was that man was so lost. Man didn't know where he, man, was. So he said, Oga, we need to recalculate your we need to recalibrate you. Where are you? Because the fall of man was this. That for the first time, a man that was a mast walking the earth had full bar network. Suddenly, there was no bar. <laughs> eh? No out of service. So heaven was saying, Kai, it's good on this side, but there's no service coming from the earth. What's happening? <laughs> are you guys getting what I'm saying for the first time God there was network in heaven there was no network on earth <laughs> just stay as far as you're getting it's okay laugh as far as, as far as you're getting what I'm saying so the fall of man was man coming out of alignment with a network so when Jesus comes, came back he says the kingdom of God is righteousness. Righteousness is not a church word. It's not a religious word. Righteousness is right standing. Get back into alignment. You came out of alignment. So the kingdom of God brings you back into alignment. So now you have network. Now you have connectivity with God. Righteousness. Because it is that connectivity that gives you can I walk this? It is that connectivity that, that makes you righteous. Let me break down righteousness in three words. Righteousness starts with the fact that you are righteous because you are right. Hmm. Okay, let me start from the right end. Religion tells you you are righteous because you do right. Religion says you tied your headscarf well. What does religion say? You prayed, you, all of those things. All of the things religion tells you. Those days, you can't take communion. They'll tell you, oh, observe yourself. How do they consider your ways? And, you know, you can't take communion. So if you have committed anything, they tell you, go and sit at the back. You were not born in that kind of church. You say, go and sit at the back. Who are the communicants? They were communicants and non-communicants. <laughs> hey! When communion is supposed to be for those who are ready to repent. Or they suspend you for one thing or the other. There was a man, I tell that story a lot. They suspended him for a long time in my old church. Suspension means that you are no more involved in anything. You'll be coming to church. You must come to church. But nobody will shake hands with you. Suspension means that nobody will greet you. Nobody will, all the things, all your privileges. Suspension also means 
that when we are giving offering in that my old church, everybody comes out to give offering. If you are suspended, you will wait for everybody to finish giving. But they will still collect your money. You will come last. You have to come and give that offering, but you will come last. And their suspension also means you will be sitting at the back. So this man, an elderly man, they suspended, I don't know for what. Maybe he drank, maybe he fornicated, adultery or something. And they had kept the man at the back for a long time. Without... They call it reinstatement or reconciliation, whatever. So they are this man. And so uh, one Sunday, the guy went and bought a fan and put over his head. <laughs> he resumed. There was no fan where he was sitting. Others had fan. The guy said, now suspend me, now suspend me. No be death sentence. He bought a fan and put over his head, waiting for them until they are ready to reconcile him back. At least a living man you will reconcile. I'm talking about religion. So, it, it, re, righteousness starts with a mindset that, see, I'm now right with God. God sees me as right. That through Jesus Christ, I am now right. Through Jesus Christ, God doesn't see me again. He sees Jesus. Whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. He who knew no sin was made sin so that we may become the righteousness of God in him. So righteousness now is not about you. It's about do you believe in the one who has paid for your sins? What makes you righteous is a decision to believe the righteous one. Ah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear what I just said? I said what makes you righteous is a decision to believe in the righteous one. He who knew no sin. He was the righteous one. By the way, how did we lose it? How did we, how did, how did we even lose the image of God? How did we... How did sin happen? It was a conversation. You agree with me? Did the serpent touch Eve? Did the serpent say, if you don't do this now, I'll slap you. <laughs> it was what? A conversation. She saw something, her desire went towards it. A, a conversation went on. That's why a temptation, write this down. Temptation is a conversation with the devil. That is <laughs> New Testament, 21st century definition of temptation. A conversation with Satan. That's temptation. He said, Pastor Gideon, I didn't say anything. I didn't say, no, no, no. A conversation went between you and the devil. Sleep with this guy. No, I, I can't sleep with him. Now. Kai. But he loves me. So something led to something. Something now led to something. And there was no place I could sleep. That, that you know there's no place you can sleep. Even under the bridge, you know, Joel Legba is not available. So you now said, there's no place I can sleep. Yeah, this guy loves me. Conversation. He was going on here. Every sin you commit, there is a conversation that happened before you committed it. You want to steal. Satan is telling you, if you don't steal this money now, you don't have money again. If you, because stealing is an interesting thing. If you don't know how much you, it is because you don't know how blessed you are that you steal. If everything here is mine, why do I need to steal? So, temptation is a conversation. So, the woman had a conversation with Satan. And that's how we lost it. So, that conversation led to believe. She believed what Satan said. Talk to me now. She believed it and she took off the fruit. She ate of it. Listen, by that conversation and that action, all of humanity, born by Adam, became unrighteous. 
you are not unrighteous because you are the one that ate the fruit in the garden. Talk to me now. You inherited unrighteousness. The moment you were conceived in your mother's womb, according to David, you were unrighteous. Born by, by as far as he's a man and a woman that had a great light. Hallelujah. You were born in sin. <laughs> Praise God. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? Pastor, am I, am I doing good? Okay. We will end that Savior so. We'll try. We'll get there. So, we inherited that. So, if by one man's sin, we all became sinners. If through Adam and Eve's sin, we all became sinners. He said, through one man's death. If you believe that Adam sin made you a sinner, why can't you believe that Jesus' sacrifice makes you righteous? So we lost it by believing an information. We get it back by believing an information. Oh guys, are you getting what I'm saying? You don't need to jump seven times to be born again. Just believe an information. That whoever believes in him he said, just as the serpent was lifted up in the wilderness, the same way the Son of Man is lifted up, the woman talked to a serpent on a tree. We, we have to talk to the Son on a tree. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. The cross is a tree. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You don't get born again until you go and have a conversation at the tree. But now it's the Son of God that is on that tree. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So you don't become part of church because you've attended membership class. You become part of church if you've been to the tree. If you've had that conversation and you really believe that's what makes you and you come to a revelation that he died for you. So that now you are right. And then righteousness is not just that you're now right. It also means that you now have rights. Oh yeah, yeah. I am right. Someone say, I am right. right. Once you come into that realization that you are right because of what Jesus did, you can now begin to discover your rights. Because righteousness gives you rights and privileges. Did you know your greatest greatest right as a Nigerian, even though you want to jack back, is that you are a citizen. Do you know the greatest honor you can have as a as president, is a is citizenship. Forget this one where they buy. I'm talking this one that they, they give birth to you in Ikire. <laughs> or uh, where, where were you born? Lagos Mainland Hospital. Somewhere. Citizenship is a powerful thing. You didn't discuss with your parents. If you had the opportunity, you want to be born by Bill Gates. Wow. Or who? None of you have mentored any pastor. <laughs> you have not mentioned any man of God, even TB Joshua. Nobody mentioned no man of God. <laughs> so I don't know what you people are doing to me. I'm supposed to done by four. Are you guys getting anything? So you have rights. 
So all your Christian life, you should be discovering your rights. It's your right to be healthy. It's your right to be wealthy. It's your right. Except you don't know the country you come from. The country you come from, the streets are paved with gold. This gold you are trying to put on your ear, you are trying to impress us with your engagement ring. The country you come from, the floor. So when Paul says, my God will supply all your needs according, he told you, he told you the supply chain. He told you where the supply is going. According, not to Nigerian banking system. He said, according to his riches, do you know riches in Glory Bank? Have you opened an account there? We open accounts in RIG. You know how you open accounts. Paul says, by, by sowing and giving, you have opened an account. Don't claim that scripture. My God shall supply all my needs. <laughs> Let me tell you, that thing is not a prayer point for everybody. Go and read the context. Paul was talking to people who gave to their pastor. Not general giving. Did you hear what I just said? Come here, be shouting, my God, my God. Listen, you are not even supposed to listen to me. It was not the Christians that said, my God. It was Paul. You see that scripture? It's your pastor that should be saying it to you. After you have blessed him. Are you guys getting this thing? Except you are, in, you are a freeze or you are in the freeze nation. But if you understand what we are talking about here. You get what I'm saying? These are scriptures. If you understand the economy of heaven, it changes everything about you. So Paul was talking to people who met his needs. Who said our pastor will not be in pain. Our pastor will have what it takes to function. When they give to him, he called it. A, he said it's a different kind of. He said it comes with an aroma. When God smells the gift you give to your pastor, he smells different from church offering. So you give church offering. You must give church offering. You give tight. You say, Pastor Gideon, I'm taking too much from church. When you go to Chicken Republic, they take from you. When you go to Spa, they take from you. Lagos Market. Some of you, I'm seeing Yaba, Yaba, Yaba. Some of these ladies. I just see, I just, I just see Yaba in your face. Once you enter that third show like this, you, you, you can navigate. Show, you're feeling me. As you are here now, if they, if they just throw you like this in Lagos Market, somewhere like this, you don't just do like this. You say, I know where I am. What was I saying? Please take me back to that. I used to lose my... Eh? Eh? Riches? Eh? So you understand it. So I'm talking about rights. You have rights. You have rights. You have right to look the devil in the eye and say you can't cross this line. The blood of Jesus has separated our family tree. 
So they say your name is Osho something, Fade something. You, 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 put, you, you draw a bloodline. You said there are two countries here. Heaven, the kingdom, and Nigeria. I have dual citizenship. So I, I am primarily a citizen of heaven. Nigeria is just privileged. Were you born those days when they said, made in Germany, assembled in Nigeria? Were you born those days? Uh, some of you are, those days. They say made in one country. They what? Assembled. I was made in heaven. Just assembled in Akano Half and Abia State. So if you don't know Amiibo, I am. That's what they told me. <laughs> you, I hope you know you believed anything they told you that you, where you came from. You believed it by faith. That your parents are your parents. Were you there when they born you? I'm just having fun. So when you know your rights, the third dimension of righteousness is that you do right. Hear what I just said. I am right. I have rights. I do right. That's the order. When you know that you are right before God, and then you know your rights, and God has sin shall not have dominion over you naturally, you begin to do right. So you can't say you are, you, you've come into this thing and your behavior is exactly the same as when you were not born again. Something has to change. If you know who you are in Christ and you know what you have in Christ, your behavior will change. You know why Agbero's bath at Oshodi in daylight? They don't know who they are. And they don't have family to say, get out. They don't have any reputation to protect. When you know you are royalty, it determines your behavior. You know why you can't sleep around? You are royalty. <laughs> all of what's going on with the British kingdom, Prince this, Prince all of the drama going on is that people are distorting the reputation of the kingdom. Somebody is suddenly saying, I want to be free to just do what I want to do. No, no, there's a way we behave here. There's a way we walk. There's a way we greet. You can't just be here, yuppie. You went to America, married one black boy. You say, when, when, when a black girl comes into your life, calm down. Come on, let's, let's hang out. That's what's happening. But there's a way royalty behaves. So the more we know who we are, it impacts on our behavior. Don't tell people, don't wear this, don't wear that, don't wear that. No, no, show them who they are. Identity corrects behavior. Oh, Lord. I couldn't even touch. Okay, so. So now, Adam. <laughs> so. Having known that we lost something, Jesus came to restore the kingdom. He came to restore us back to what Adam have had and more. He came to bring us back to righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to what I'm saying? When Jesus was showing up, he wasn't bringing religion, a new church in town. When Jesus was coming, he was saying, see, you see what Adam lost? I'm about to give you that and more. He said, the kingdom of God is at hand. 
So when he said have dominion in Genesis 1.28, he was saying be a king, rule, reign. Have influence wherever you go. Function as one who is right, has right, and does right. Function with that understanding that you are a walking mast. Hey! Do you know what the cross is? The cross is a mast. Aye. That's why it's the greatest and it's the most popular symbol in the world. Because that thing you see is a sign of God's purpose for mankind. A relationship with God. A vertical relationship with God. And a horizontal relationship with man. That's what you saw. That's what you see every time you see a cross. Every time you see a cross, you see priesthood. Connection with God. And connection with man. Or control over life. Every time you see a cross, you are seeing priest and king. Every time you see a cross, you are seeing fellowship and leadership. Aye. Every time you see a cross, you are, you are looking at the permission of God to enter the earth. Because every human being is supposed to be a walking cross. The cross is not this thing. Wear it on your neck, but you must become it. Is anyone getting blessed by this? So we lost dominion. We lost dominion as a result of losing communion. We lost control as a result of losing connection. We lost dominion as a result of losing that essence of God. But Jesus came to restore it. The kingdom of God is back. That's the software. But in restoring the kingdom, hear me and hear me good. This is important. You must understand the process and the strategy of God in restoring the kingdom. When Adam sinned, because of his sin, the earth began to depreciate again. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Because of his sin, it affected it. God did not curse man. God cursed the earth. Oh, come on now. Read your Bible. He cursed the earth. So, as a result of, of, of sin, man, the earth began to depreciate again. So, in order for God to fix the situation, he needs to fix the man. First, then ultimately the earth. Because if you fix the earth with an unfixed man, he will take back that earth to void darkness and all that. That's why there's no true development until there's redemptive development. That's why the worst devils are the ones in suit. Are the ones in corporate America. You didn't hear what I said. You see all these whole our Nollywood devils. They are they are kindergarten devils. At least you are seeing they are coming, they are wearing something. They are abra abra. They are, you can see them. That is that is children department devils. The real devils are the ones that sit in Paris and determine what you wear in the next one year. They determine what you wear. They determine what you sing. They determine how you travel. That's why what's happened the last one year in our world is not just about a pandemic. It's a plandemic. It's not about wearing masks. Somebody is making money. It's not about making, uh, what's it called, uh, uh, some vaccine. There is, a, there, is, there is a cartel, there is a people, an antichrist spirit, a communist Marxist spirit that wants to hold the world in their palm. They want to control what you do, control where you go, control what you, how you shop until the antichrist system is enthroned. 
The spirit of Antichrist has been in the earth. The system of Antichrist must be established before the man Antichrist shows up. Oh, did you hear what I just said? There's a spirit. It's been there. It's called the Antichrist spirit. But there's a system that will make that spirit function. And that's what is being set up right now. Once that system is in place, the man himself, the man of sin, will show up. And listen to me. Capron Doziva Tahaya. This is where I'm going with this. Just before these things wrap up, just before the end of this age, there is a generation of people who will rise up. The church of Jesus Christ. Are you listening to what I'm saying? The people after the order of the Christ who will rise up in the earth and show and judge the Antichrist system. When you say judge, what does it mean? The word judge is not a, it's a simple word. Judge is to differentiate. He's wearing a black shirt. He's wearing a gray shirt. That's judgment. Discernment. The ability to determine difference. There is a generation rising that the world will look at and say, these ones, they are different. These ones, they are in Nigeria, but they are prospering. They are in Nigeria, but they are, they are, they are born again. This one, this lady is not like every other lady. She's not sleeping around, but she's blessed. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's a Daniel generation that is rising up that will judge Babylon. That we will sing the Lord's song in a strange land. You know they ask the question, how can we sing the Lord's song? Nobody answered them. I'm answering them now. There's a way to sing the Lord's song in a strange land. You can lift up a sound in Babylon. We can become that generation that will judge the kingdom of, of darkness. So when Jesus came, he came to restore us. He came to restore us back and he said, and, 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 and leaving, he said, I will build my church. Pastor Tolu. He said, I will build my church. Your name, Ma. Bukola. I will build my church. So this is it. Jesus became the son of man so that the sons of men may become the sons, sons of God. He came in as the only begotten son of God. Paid the price for our sin. Restored us back to kingdom life. Restored back that software of the kingdom. He stayed 50 days afterward teaching about the kingdom. Acts 1, he said you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. On the day of Pentecost when it was fully come, 120 people were in that upper room. Like I sense he's in this place right now. And what he did was that Ikava, when he died, he died as Jesus. When he resurrected, he resurrected as Christ. Talk to me now. When he died, he died as the last, as the first Adam. When he resurrected, he resurrected as the last Adam. Oh, come on. Am I taking you to? When he died, he died paying for the sin of the, of the man called Adam. When he resurrected, he resurrected as the, as the model man. There are only two species of mankind walking the earth right now. The Adam species and the Jesus species. So when he resurrected, he resurrected as the prototype. So in the first Adam, all of us sinned. But in this last Adam, all of us are saints. In this last Adam, we now have dominion. So what he said to them, he said, I am going to ah, release my spirit upon you. Go to Jerusalem. So that I will give you the software for kingdom life. So, 
just like God formed out of the ground a body, you know, humus or whatever, and breathe into it. On the day of Pentecost, sir, there was a body waiting in that upper room. Ah, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, what God did in Genesis 2, he breathed into that, 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 that thing and it became a living soul. When on the day of Pentecost, God breathed again, he breathed into those 120 people and the very body of a new special called the Christ stood up. What happened on the day of Pentecost was a new kind of man walking the earth. But the confusion of Satan right now is that this is not one Jesus. This is not one Jesus. This is 120 Jesuses. Which one do I catch? Are you guys getting what I'm saying? Because he now put his spirit in each and every one of them. That when they came out of that experience, a Peter was not just a Peter any longer. He was Peter Christ. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? He was not a, 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 a Bartholomew, was not just but he was Bartholomew Christ. There was a dimension of the Spirit of Christ that was poured out, and that's why the kingdom of God is in the Holy Ghost. I'm trying to tell you what qualifies you right now to be a mountain taker. Oh God, let me tie this together. So he says, go into all the world and make disciples. So this is the plan. When God restored man through Jesus Christ, he restores us by putting the Holy Ghost inside of us. Now you have the Holy Spirit. That's a software. You have the software put in there. But you know, he has to deal with the man. When he deals with the man, the man will now deal with the systems of this world, ultimately with the space the earth is the Lord's and his fullness thereof. The world and those who dwell in it. I'm 24. So what that means is this, in the restoration plan, God is not as interested in fixing physical space first. Talk to me now. He's not interested in fixing the earth first. Like he's interested in, in fixing the man. So he fixed the man by what Jesus did. So if you believe in Jesus right now, you are a fixed man. Oh, are you getting what I'm saying? So just like Adam carried Eden everywhere, a believer is a potential Jesus. I hope you know the name Joshua is the same as Jesus, is Yeshua. And it means savior. So when it says saviors will rise up from the mountain of the Lord, from Zion and judge the mountains of Esau, he's saying that there will be a breed of believers who will an understanding that just like Jesus was the savior of the world, that they have been commissioned to be savior of worlds. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? So when Jesus said, as the father has sent me, so I am sending you. He said, when I resurrected and I poured out my spirit on the day of Pentecost, I have confused the devil forever. When he said, greater works shall you do. Part of the explanation of that is I am one Jesus walking the earth right now. But if I go and I bring the Holy Ghost, there will be too much Jesuses for the devil to handle. Saviors. You can put your hands on the keyboard. Oh,
you have the Holy Ghost inside of you that the software to be a savior you have the Holy Ghost inside of you you have the software message to be a deliverer make it where are my Esthers where are my Deborahs where are my Daniels where are they in this room in the name of Jesus in Jesus name I, I, I need to do justice to this give me another 10-15 minutes sit for a while a bit are we, are we in order? Okay. So, carry the shy. The resurrection of Jesus and Pentecost guarantees that man has been fixed. Because whatever raised Jesus from the dead, Jesus being raised from the dead is a phenomenon that it is not the man that went in that came out. It is a phenomenon that another species of mankind is walking the earth right now. 50 days he taught those guys and then of his spirit he poured into these men 120 of them and they came alive. He said you shall be my witnesses from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the uttermost part of the earth. And he gave them that, that commandment. He said go make disciples of all nations. So when he made that that, that declaration, that great commission that is not a suggestion. It's not. He was saying, see, I'm, a, I'm releasing you to function with the software of the restored man, of the regenerated man. So your assignment right now is that the earth is the Lord. The earth talks about the physical earth. The earth is the Lord. The earth is the Lord. Everything, remember, he created you to show the devil that this earth still belongs to him. No, 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 no atom on this earth will go without being filled with the fullness of the Christ. God wants everything back. No one, not an atom will go to the devil. So he says, come on, I'm sending you now to do something. The first thing you will need to do before you change the earth, you will need to change the world that runs the earth. Oh yeah. The earth is the Lord's. Earth. Put it up. Psalm 24 verse 1. The earth is the Lord. Earth there is the physical earth. It's the Lord. It belongs to the Lord. But it's not quick to gain it back. Because he knows that there is the world. The earth is the Lord. And the fullness of the world. There is what's called the world. The world is cosmos. The world is the, is the systems that run on the earth. The, the human, how human civilization works. How people, how people are organized to live together. So that brings us to the seven mountains. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? So government is a way, it's a system by which human beings are governed and, and, and resources are, are, are redistributed and, and all of that. The, the media is a way to, to communicate and, and, and you know, keep human civilization going. Entertainment is a way to hold the attention of humanity until an ideology is communicated. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. 
I said entertainment is a system to hold your attention until an ideology is communicated. Mm, I'll say it again. The word entertainment comes from the word detained for entry. So when somebody's making you laugh, he's making you come, he's detaining your mind and your emotions, but he's communicating a culture. So we have believed some things about Nigeria because comedians have sufficiently told us that our police force will never work. They were laughing while they were reprogramming us. Is our police force working? Maybe not. But you see, when you use entertainment, entertainment drives culture. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? If you want to change the way people think, entertainment is key. Education is key. And economy is key. Money, school, and entertainment will change culture. So if you want your child to behave a particular way, you need money. You need a teacher. And you need entertainment. Creative way. So, we are busy waiting for Sunday morning for our children to be discipled by children teacher. But every day they sit in front of disciple Disney World. Disney World. The discipler. Every time they are singing the song. They be shagging. I saw it in Dubai. Your son was singing it the other day. My son sing it. He was singing it to my son. Fathering the discipleship. I just want to say, so we think discipleship is a, a course you take in church and get a certificate. And then you now become Pastor Rose. Discipleship is changing the way people think. Life on life, you tell a person, follow me, watch my lifestyle until something changes about you. Dress the way I dress. Talk the way I talk. Respond the way I talk. Follow me as I follow Christ. So, there is these mountains that have been set in place. So, if we're going to regain the earth, we must regain the world. We can't sit in church and not penetrate the world. And a world you are unwilling to touch, you cannot change. I'm talking about the world. There's a world called government. That's where policies are made. The policy for Lagos is not made in church. Except we make it in the realm of the spirit. Father, we release, the, we declare the purposes of God. But see, when we do the Air Force declaration, we must have ground troop. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? If you say, Father, in the next Saturday for seven hours, we're going to be praying over Nigeria. As we make that declaration over the airways, because the supernatural is controlled, the natural is controlled by the supernatural, we need to do some things in the realm of the supernatural. We need to do some things as priests. But it is not just priests God wants. He wants kings. So prayer is a priestly function. 
But going into government, joining a political party, getting into the grassroots stuff, beginning to talk to your, to your, to your chairman and getting involved, getting involved in entertainment, going there is, is king's, king's kingly activity. Going to school, knowing what the books say. Daniel, you're going to be ten times better, but you must be at least be one time good. You must know what is in the books and study. And then when you have proven that their theories don't work, you can introduce the, the intelligence of heaven. Am I talking to somebody in here? So listen, there is a new church rising in the earth. There's a church that Jesus is coming back for. It's called the Glorious Church. It's the church that will enter the world, go and make disciples of all nations. The word nations there is not just countries, ethnos, people groups. When people gather for a common purpose, a believer should be sent in there. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. If everybody, if there's a group of people who wear adire, they just like to wear adire. There should be an adire apostle. Are you getting what I'm saying? If there are people who are bloggers, there should be a believer in the midst of them. If there are entertainers, there should be a believer in, are you getting what I'm saying? If there are, if there are conductors, so going into mission field is not Cantagora or going up north. Mission field is that space that God has sent you to to judge the mountains of Esau. Listen, Esau is a way of thinking. Jacob is a way of thinking. That's another day. So listen, when you gave your life to Christ, what's the name man? Ayo. You were supposed to come into the kingdom experience the life, receive that life of Jesus, but you are now supposed to be discipled and trained to go to a world. You must have a, a, a mindset that I have, been, I have been changed and born again so that I, I can impact a world and change that world for Jesus. So every believer should have a word that defines their life, your prophetic word. Write it down. A word, a word, a word. Write it down. You must have a word over your life. Joshua, this was the word over him. I will give you. He said, he said Moses, my servant is dead. He said, rise up now. Take these people and divide an inheritance to them. You must be living your life from a prophetic word. A believer who doesn't have a prophetic word is, 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 is that directs your life. You can't choose a job just because it, 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 it pays well. You can't marry a person just because they are fine. You must be living out a word. You live out of a prophetic word. Joshua, you are meant to take this territory. The word of, of God over Joshua, the prophecy over him defined his life. So how many of you know the word of the Lord over you? How many of you know the prophetic word over your life? How many of you have encountered a word that you can say, See, my name is Jeremiah. I am designed for nations. My name is John the Baptist. I am designed for the desert. I don't eat kilishi. I eat. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I don't dress. I don't, I don't wear all this. I wear crazy stuff. Why? My calling requires a lifestyle. My calling requires a consecration. I'm a fine girl. Good hips, lips, and fingertips. But there is a design. I'm, I, are you getting what I'm saying? 
So the church should be a place where you come and you receive your own prophetic word. You receive the word that guides and guards your life. You don't just go anywhere. She's in the music and in the, in the entertainment space. She's running a, a, a fashion line, T.I. What was it? Style by T.I. And she's changing lives in that space. And we had to walk through a process where I say, all of you must find out the word of God over your life. We call it the WWW test. You must have a word over your life. That's the link to destiny. WWW. Your word, then you must know your walk. Your work are the gifts. What God has given to you. The, the abilities God has put inside of you. The potential inside of you. For every Moses, there's a rod. For every Samson, there's a jawbone. You must find out what your work is. What has God graced you to do? Then your world. You must find out your world. Your word, your work, your world. Your world is that space that God is sending you to. Your world is that sphere of influence you are in. Your world is the people you are attracted to and are attracted to you. Your world is the people God has sent you to. Your world is that sector, that environment. Your world is that mountain you are supposed to be taking. Every believer should have these three W's. Guiding and guiding your life every day. What's God saying? What has God put in my hands? Where is God sending me to? So the church must become a training ground. The church must become a boot camp. So Joshua, as I begin to round off this thing, the Bible says he said to, he said to, you know, Caleb said to Joshua, he said, give me this mountain. You remember that story? After 40 or 45 years, he said, give me this mountain. And listen, there was a generation that was meant to come into the promised land. They came out, God promised the children of Israel, said, I'll bring you out of bondage and I'll bring you into the promised land. They came out of Egypt and it was supposed to be 11 days. But they spent 40 years on an 11 day journey. That's costly. Why? They needed to be de-Egyptized. <laughs> you can come out of Egypt and Egypt has not come out of you. They had come out of Egypt when they faced trials and they faced the Red Sea. They told Moses, take us back. When God gave them and said, we prefer cucumber and onions. That's why you are still an Egypt Christian. If when you face a situation or somebody annoying you say, if not that I'm born again now. If, if, no, no, if, if not, if not that I'm born again now. You are not even sure you are, but if not. Because there's still Egypt inside of you. They were running, escaping from Egypt. I'm talking about two kinds of believers that God is raising right, right now in Nigeria. We have two types. Escaping believers. You know when they were coming out of Egypt, they were running. They were running. Pharaoh and his, and his, armies, they were running. They were always running from devils. If you're the type that every day you wake up, once you wake up, the first thing the heaven hears from you is Holy Ghost fire. You don't know the protocol of worship. You don't know the protocol of coming to God's presence. You are so Satan conscious. Am I talking to somebody in here? I remember I told you if this version we are, we are practicing is all there is, then something is wrong with the fashion. Play low for a bit. 
on strings. So you've got to understand that there is a, the, the, you, 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 we must break that escapist mindset. You came to church because you are running from devil. And you can't live around where there's any devil. You have the gift of suspicion, not discerning of spirit. And you're supposed to, are you listening to what I'm saying? But, you, but listen, he, the promise was, I'll bring you out of Egypt and take you into Canaan. Can you imagine people who were slaves for 400 years, four generations? Suddenly they tell them, you're going to be landlords. People who had never owned property. Their children never owned property. Their children's children never owned property. There was no picture of their, your forefather that you saw that had to do with anything great. He was, he, was, he was a senior servant. And by the time it got to your generation, they had promoted you guys in servitude. So when you tell that generation, we are going to a land that flows with milk and honey. We are going into a land where we will take, we will be landlords. They were, they were, to be a slave those days in Egypt was you were a property. A slave was the property of, of the master. And so when you tell a property, you will now become property owner. It was a mental shift that took 40 years to correct. In fact, God couldn't correct it. He killed them. You didn't hear what I said? He killed an entire generation. Only two people that came out of Egypt, three million people, only two people that came out of Egypt entered Canaan. Hear me? I'm beginning to get there. So who entered Canaan? Their children. Where were their children born? In the wilderness. Hear me, hear me, hear me. Their children were born in the wilderness. The promise was going to be fulfilled, but the generation that fulfilled it was different. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So Moses brought them out of Egypt as slaves. But a Joshua generation was meant to take them into Canaan as militants. Did you hear what I just said? So that generation born in the wilderness, all they knew was they wake up every morning and there's manna. You know what the meaning of the word manna? What is this? That's the meaning of the word manna. What's this? So that generation, many of you are sitting here. Even in Nigeria, we have that generation. Our fathers walked with God. I'm not saying our fathers have been killed. Don't get me right. I'm just giving an analogy. <laughs> but there is a journey, at least in the last 40 or 50 years in this country. Hear me good. And God showed me that parallel. That there's a church that came out of Egypt in, between 1970 and 1980 after the civil war. There's a generation that came out of Egypt. All this you are seeing, power moves and all of that. When, when that happened, people were seeking for God. That's how Celestial Church came to Nigeria. Because people were, ah, after the war, they were looking for anything spiritual. That's how revival broke out on campuses. The Kumuyis, the Oyedekos, the Adeboyis, the Waleokes, the Umaupais, the Tunde Jordans. These men were used by God. Your age, even younger, they were used by God in, the, in, that, in that season. God started something in this nation, but they gave back to a generation midway. And that generation they gave back to, we don't know Egypt and we don't know Canaan. When they tell us there was a time, Nigeria, that one dollar was one naira, you say, Well, hey, calm, you guys calm down. I was born in the midst of the oil boom. So you can guess my age. 
even though it's over. I was born the year, let me help you, that we, if we were so rich, we didn't know what to do with money. We invited all the demons in the world to come and have. It's called Festival of Festival, what's the Festival of Arts and Culture. Nigeria was so rich. We didn't know what to do with money. We just, what can we do? Let's invite all the devils to come. We built an entire estate. Festac was built to host people for a couple of weeks. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? I'm going somewhere with this. That whole thing you see was built to house guests. That's how rich we were. The, 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 the National Arts Theatre, all of these bridges you saw, these things were, money was, Nigeria was rich. Listen, Karuma Shukreka, I'll, I'll tell you something. It came on the back of revival. It came on the back of revival and wealth opened up. But there was a misuse and abuse. Are you listening to what I'm saying? There's yet another revival coming. There's yet another move of God coming. Every time God moves, money moves. So get ready. Wealth is about to come. But listen, we must, we must be positioned right. So what happened was there was a generation that opened up territories, did great things for God. As a child, I remember Umaokbai distributing handbills with helicopters. You heard me. Yes, I lived in the terrestrial area. Crusade, Lagos, Lagos City, Greater Lagos for Christ Crusade. Tell all of you are looking at me. You want to do a crusade? Helicopters will come and distribute handbills and it will fall in and you pick it. I was in crusade with Archbishop Benson Idaosa at Tafawa Balewa Square. You saw experience. Experience Kerry filled out the place the man between his car and the and the and the stage he could there was stampede people were getting healed as he was getting to the stage he would get up to the stage he couldn't even preach he would just go only jesus can save and you see miracles while okay all of these men you see walked in the power of god they still do but listen to me a season has gone past our fathers are now in their 70s and their 80s i let i was led to christ by umaokbai he will stand and 300 people will be on the roll and he will stand and he will lay hands and he will release the power of God and I saw the power of God and I said Lord I want to be used by you these men came as a Moses generation and they have served God and they have served God's purpose but listen to me we are their children we were born in the wilderness but listen we are the ones to enter Canaan what they couldn't see dimensions they couldn't come into let, let me tell you the difference they entered into territories they took, they took kings in the wilderness but listen we are designed we are designed for the world so that the anointing pastor chris has the anointing Oyeriko has the anointing all of our fathers have the anointing all of these men have the tunde jordas and the tunde backers that anointing needs to now be converted and redistributed are you guys getting what i'm saying so that now it is not just for Entering a city to do crusades is now for entering entertainment to take it over. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? 
it is no more just to enter a city and do a city wide crusade. That's good, but it's now for a generation to enter media, to enter entertainment, to enter government. And the generation that has to do that is the generation that was born in the wilderness. But in order for them to do that, they are so entitled. They are so, what is, there's no air conditioning in this church. I'm leaving. This pastor has only 10 people following him on his broadcast. No, 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 no. Stephen Fotek is my pastor. Uriye. Exactly. What I said is what I said. On record. Are you not saying? How can Stephen Fotek be your pastor? He is a teacher. He's getting, he's blessing the body of Christ. Get all you can get and be blessed by him. But you must be planted in a church. Don't worry. The day your father and auntie will have issues or somebody will die in family. Stephen will come and bury Come and guest minister Stephen Fortin. I love him. He's a great guy. But I just need this generation to understand the dynamics of God. When they were ready to cross into, the, into, the, into Canaan, they did, you see, when they were crossing the, the Red Sea, Moses just raised his rod. Everybody happy. Hey, uh, All of them, they crossed. Egypt was still inside of them. When it was time to enter Canaan, Joshua said, everybody, we're ready to go in now. This is what we're going to do. Go to your family. Go and look for your father. Do census. So as we are crossing now, you can't be a person from Judah and you will now be crossing from the tribe of Manasseh in the name of I have friends there and that one is my mentor are you getting what I'm saying in crossing the Jordan you will go and look for your tribe they will write your name Ayo the one that has dreads that's fine it has one this thing on her nose yes sir comes from yes sir you will, you, you will be so in crossing the, the Jordan there was order they crossed it was one man one man's rod that opened up the, the, the Red Sea, Moses. It, there was no rod in Jordan. It was a people that, that parted Jordan. It was an arrangement. It was order. It was, a, it, was, it was people in their right places. So you want to touch the world? God will give you a church where you can serve. He said you are the light of the world. But he also said in that scripture that you are a candle in a house. Go and read that scripture. So people want to light up their world, but they never shine in any house. They want to be floodlight, street light. Their light is too much for a local church. Halogen. Uh, there is a halogen grace. So you can't sit here, you can't be here and sing and, and be under authority. Nobody knows where you're going to. Nobody knows, nobody knows what you're doing. You are, you've been in a secret relationship for five years. He said, no, we just don't want anybody to know. Nobody knows. That's why the day it will happen, nobody will know. The guy said, just keep it between two of us. Just, no, that's, that's it. We don't want, you know, you know. Any guy that tells you he wants to marry you, and from day one, he cannot tell you, this is my pastor. This is, this is my family. This is where I belong to. He cannot take you to the people that he has done life with. He's a, he's a 419. He's, he's Omar. I, 
when he will beat you we will not be there and if any of such guys are here they are doing secret relationship report them they are not here Abby. those testing testing microphone brother they come and talk to one sister talk to another sister be sampling sisters in eh? producer of the year if you have any don't trust the pastor, pastor I guess one say because we must be militant pastor Buki, we must be militant to taking this land that we are entering into requires order it requires being in your spiritual place it requires being trained did you know what Joshua did guys Joshua took this generation that was born in the wilderness by the time they were ready to enter Canaan Oyin, did I get it when they were able to get he circumcised them no 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 you take a full grown boy 20 something year old and say come here bring that in in the name of what you're not ready for this thing if you're not ready for somebody to control com, to correct you for someone to tell you what you are doing was wrong for someone to ground you in church you're not ready I didn't get any amens no no this is a free world this is a free world not here when we do what we want to do go and check the people touching their world go and check cultists they 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 they, they take vows they are not under oath he's in church we want to live our lives do our own thing you want to blow that's why you are blown guys there's a generation that is rising I'll come back to this church and I'll, I, 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 we're, going to do, we're going to walk through this process. What I'm telling you has cost me in my own local church. We have to shut down. She's here. We have to shut down in the last two, three years. Just, just saying, Lord, we want to get the pattern right because it must be discipleship. It must. It can't be just gathering people because there's an entertainer around. It can't just be about the great Sunday service. God must be short on strategy. If all God wants to do is two hours a, a week out of 168 hours, if ministry is what happens just here, two hours or three hours a week, then God, now you gave him your life. What happens Monday to Saturday? Why do we have that mindset of church is church? You see this business place is business place. No. Jesus saved my soul, my wallet too. Some of you, he saved your soul. He saved you just came. He got to this point. You are half saved. Once he gets to this point, he just cool down. <laughs> Jesus, don't touch that bank account. You saved my soul, not my wallet. This is for givers. These are people whose life are already on the altar. If your life is on the altar, your money too. We shouldn't be talking about giving. Uh, should it be 1%, 10%? 10%? That's where you still are. 10% for a person you gave your life. Requiring now lives on one percent of his income, he gives 99 away. You didn't hear what I said. See how you're looking at me. He's saying where I was looking. She read a book. She was he a man lives on one percent of his income. He gives 99 away. When we get to heaven, we can't be in the same place. No, 
God will be unjust. God will be unjust. Listen to me. We are going back to taking the earth. Put it back there. We will take the earth. Oh. When Jesus fully returns, this physical earth, he will rule from Jerusalem. Everybody will have territories. Some people will be gatekeepers. And they are believers. It is what you are doing now. The giving. They say, come on time. They say, what is it? They are just disturbing me. They say, give your offering. They say, what is that? Offer Bawoa. Lord, those you are saying, they are gathering it for you. And God's not just. Why will you sit in the same place with Baba Deboe? Why will you sit with people who are winning souls every day? I hope you know there's only one thing you take into eternity. Souls. And the resources you gave to get them there. So when we say serve God, we are, we are not, it's not about now. It is a generation that have no sense of eternity. You don't, some people don't know there's what is called eschatology. That there will be a time Jesus will come and they will go to heaven. There will be seven years period. We'll come back with Jesus. We'll reign. Some people don't know nothing about what they know is how we make it. How we make it. You will make it. If you make it, will you know it? Do you know what is it? He said, I'll make you fishers of men. Eat. <laughs> In the kingdom is when you have become a fisher of men. This is the, ah, I'll make it. Eat in the kingdom is when we look at you and there are thousands of souls, hundreds of souls, tens of people that you disciple. People will call you every morning or every other day and say, Auntie, which scripture should I read? Platforms for preaching the gospel that you've opened up. So all you want is to just get into entertainment and you just want to be a big boy. Listen to me. I hope you know the demons and the devils that sit over entertainment industry. You think it's about fame? There's a place you get to money and your skill will not count for you when it comes to entertainment they will ask you which altar which god do you subscribe to there you sell your soul the the, the currency for for being famous at that level will not be oh i sing well i agree well it will be are you ready that from today you no more take on your your will give you a new identity that's happened mary cyrus what's her name yeah some of these people, when you hit that level, you have to sell out to the devil. So I call everyone, listen to me. Oh, Ravashaka. Before we finally take the whole earth, we must take the world. Our assignment is to judge the world. Daniel did not become the president of Babylon. But I, Daniel changed the culture of Babylon. Did you know that it was the Daniel, Daniel tribe or the Daniel culture? Hear me, hear me good. The Daniel, there was a, as a result of what Daniel did, hundreds and thousands of years after, the people that came to look for Jesus, the wise men that came from the east, were people who went, who were now of the order of the school of Daniel. So that from that, from Daniel's life, a generation began to seek God and, and they, they brought the power of, 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 the, of the magic of the Chaldeans and they began to seek the true God. The hundreds years after it was of, the, of that generation that came to seek out Jesus, that saw the stars of Jesus. And this is what I'm saying. So when we say we need to be, we say that you'll be my witnesses. He's saying, you come to the place before Jesus returns and before we get out of here, we'll come to that place where they will know Hey, in entertainment, listen, there is God and there's devil. This one is God and he's blessed. 
and he will not change his music for any devil are you guys going to say in in economy in the business world they will still will, will become a witness a witness a proof producer we will come to that place and say ah this one he's he's rich he's blessed but he is he is born again he doesn't bribe he is running by different kind of rules may those kind of businesses rise from this place do you know what it means to judge the earth it is that you enter the fashion world and because you have an understanding of your assignment you say no nudity people are not going to be nude but i'm going to create the kind of products that the world cannot deny it will cover but it cannot be denied am i talking to somebody in here so when we talk about getting this done he said and those who dwell in it we must get people saved we must get systems redeemed which means we change the way they think which means we bring new culture new way of thinking so what's the church supposed to be lord help me i need to round this off lord right now what's the church supposed to be i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it when jesus said i'll build my church sister he was not talking about some religious group before he said that the word church was not was not a new word it was not a new word when Jesus said it. Oh, ah, Jesus just said, I'll build my church. This is a new word. No, it was a, a word that was already in place. There was a man called Caesar at the time. He was ruling the whole earth at that time from Rome. So Caesar had a group of people called Ecclesia. They were a set of people. They were delegates from Caesar, from Rome. Whenever Caesar wanted to take a territory, he would get together a set of people, doctors, uh, 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 technicians, lawyers from different spheres of life. He would sit them down. He would train them. He would tell them his plan for that territory. And then they would set out to go to that territory with the mark of Caesar on, a, on ships. The first ship that, that leads that, that voyage is called the Apostle. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? So God is saying I'm raising a kind of people that when you come to church, you know that church is the place for equipping church is a place of getting you ready to go back and take people and take your world church is a place to equip you as a joshua generation to go into the mountains and begin to take down the giants when they entered into canaan those mountains had giants there was milk and there was honey but listen you don't get milk until you milk you milk some cattle come on now you don't get honey until you get into some beehive Am I talking to somebody in here? So, so when they talked about mountains, they were ready to take mountains. They were militants. They understood their assignment. That's what God's calling us to do. So this kind of meeting is supposed to empower you to say, Lord, where is my world? Who are the people I'm called to reach? What gifts have you given to me? You need to spy that territory that God has given to you. You need to serve in that territory God has given to you. You need to begin to walk with a different mindset. Right now you're an employee, but you must begin to walk with a mindset. How do I rise to, to a place of influence in my, in my sector until I, I begin to change the way people think? Did you know that you're supposed to be rewriting curriculum in the educational sector? Did you know you're supposed to be changing government policies? Right now, you can't even, you can't even get involved. You can't be elected in 2023 now in Nigeria if you're not already in a party as we speak. So if the Holy Ghost came on you now, then you're going to be the local government chairman. 
of this environment is not for 2023 by law. So we need to start having a kind of church that says, what is our 10-year plan? How do we raise the kind of music that will change the world? What the Pastor Chris have done with the Christ Embassy crew has shown us a dimension of it. But there's yet another dimension. Are you listening to what I'm saying? There's a floodlight coming on us. And that's why I came to announce to you, you are the saviors that must arise and get into those territories. You are the deliverers that must arise to get into those territories. This is not about making money. This is about making men. This is about changing sectors. This is about becoming a Daniel that enters Babylon and begin to change the way Babylon. This is about being Esther. Esther, don't get carried away by the by the uh, the 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 greatness of the of the of the throne and all of the palace of what's good. Don't don't allow your makeup become the focus. Esther, you are in the kingdom for such a time as this. As we pray this afternoon, I sense a release of the power of the Holy Ghost uh, that is coming upon you and saying, Lord, I'm ready to be a savior. I'm ready to be a deliverer. I'm ready to carry the anointing of the Holy Ghost into my space. Uh, Lord, show me my world. Lord, show me my territory. Lord, show me my mountain. Lord, show me the people I must influence for your kingdom. Lord, in the name of Jesus, uh, raise me up. He uh, to be a savior, a deliverer for my generation come on come on now this green church uh, can you press into this i sense the anointing of the holy ghost this is training for draining this is training for dominion this is training for reigning this is training for dominion this is your boot camp Joshua it's time to go and take territories Joshua it's time to go and take your world it's upon you the anointing is upon you this message is confirming to you the call of God upon your life daughter shut up yes 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 your name is Esther 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 that's who you are don't be distracted press into these 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 the IT world is waiting for you the business world is waiting for you government is waiting for you media is waiting for you the fashion world is waiting for you come on now the educational world is waiting for you where are my saviors where are my joshua's where are they in this room don't just let her be let her be you don't need to bring her up okay just let her be Oh, 
If you want to be an ordinary Christian, you can look at the rest of us. If you just want to be a church goer, you can look at the rest of us. If you just want to be a bless me, bless me Christian, you can look at the rest of us. But some of us have made up our minds that we are rising up as saviors to judge the mountains of Esau. I will influence men for the kingdom of God. I will change culture for the kingdom of God. I will change the IT world for the kingdom of God. I will change the music world for the kingdom of God. There's power in this room. There's power in this room. There's power in this room. Fire! Help her. Help him. Help him. Fire in this room. The power of God is here. I release you into your world. I release you into your world. La Parabasaka, the IT world, the IT world, help him, help him, the IT world, the IT world, in the name of Jesus. La Padeno Santolo Bahaya, there are three of you called to the fashion world. Come, 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 stand in front of me now. That are called into the fashion world. Take it, fire, help her, help her. Take it, raise your hands. If you're coming, come, 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 come. La Fire, saviors for the fashion world. Saviors for the fashion world. Saviors for the fashion wars. Force. Deliver us. Deliver us. Opayanasate. Yotoda. Yotoda. Just stop playing. Yotoda. Yotoda. Haya. Release that laughter. You bring joy. You bring joy through your crafts. You bring joy through your crafts. There's something about joy. There's something about joy. Something about joy. And that which you carry inside of you, daughter. Receive it now. Fire. Come, son. So lift your hands. I just see you in the IT and media space. I see you in the IT and media space. And God is giving you a brand. He's giving you a brand name. Fire! Fire! Kayana Masomba. Kayana Masomba Yana. Kayana Masomba Yana. Give me this mountain. Take it, help her. Sobara dareka, korabara tora. Don't just let her be. Zarabasha komba, sarabara posha kata, zoreba zataha. This green church is not an ordinary church. This green church is not another church in Lagos. This green church is a hub. This green church is a boot camp. This ah, this green church. Oh, this green church. Oh, this green church. The spirit is poured upon you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's a laughter in the spirit. There's a release of the spirit of God. Shaba. Take it now. Pala de setelebaha, O Rabadadoraha, O Rabababaha. You shall become witnesses. You shall become witnesses. 
there are dimensions of God coming upon you daughter can I get can I get can I get six ladies come and stand around this lady six of you come 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 Titi, come come lay your hands upon her that which you carry is coming upon her the rest of you put your hands around her shoulder le baraba fire fire will arise in your name Adonai Shataya you reign on high we will rise yes 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 can we do something more strategic i want the six of you to carry her and literally hold her for another another two minutes just carry her hold her yes just carry her straight up just hold her we said just release yourself daughter just say yes to god hold her hold her this way come on just hold her she's a sacrifice to god we consecrate you to the purpose of god from today you say yes to god from today you say yes to god what's her name what's her name we dedicate you to the purpose of God we consecrate you to your assignment in the fashion world we declare no more struggles yes to God you can lay her down you can lay her down you reign on high come son there's an evangelist inside of you there's an evangelist inside of you you're an influencer and god said in the next six months i will bring 60 people to christ because of you hey yeah 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 you are going to be a magnet for souls there's a boldness coming upon you right now a boldness for soul winning a boldness ah, like you will no more be there yeah, you will be online you'll be on ground God releases you as an evangelist. Take it now. Fire in your bones. Fire in your bones. Fire in your bones. Fire in your bones. Kayadabo Sapara. Sarabasakata Balatiska. Lepra Papa Sokum Balataska. Lepra Talabachanja Chakambosa. Lopanchanchanchambalapachanja. Lampachoncho Pala Pancham Palampancha. Pala 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 chancha, pala pala chaka. Hey! Ha 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 young ladies teenage girls they are coming around you you are their mentor you are their spiritual mother that's who you are daughter that's who you are that's who you are you're a mother you're a mother you're a mother you've been abused but now you will change lives what you suffered they will not suffer fire fire just say yes daughter just say yes to him just say yes to him just just surrender surrender to that ministry i release you to that ministry for young ladies 
take it now. There are six intercessors in this room right now. There's a grace for intercession for the nations. Intercession for the nations. Intercession for cities. Intercession for territories. It's coming upon you, daughter. Your womb will deliver nations. Fire! Your womb will deliver nations. Yes, Lord, wherever they are, wherever they are, the count of three, as many. T- <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what what <laughs> Tolu what does this man do for a living what does he do okay <laughs> oh my god A wellspring of joy. A wellspring of joy. A factory of joy. Because of you, families will smile. Because of you, entire communities will laugh. Fire! There's a pastor, there's an emotional healer inside of you. Those who are emotionally downcast receive change because of you. Bring her. We will rise. Karaba in your name. Azakata Adonai. You run on There's something you do with your hands. There's something you're very good with with your hands. What do you do with your hands that you are very good at? You do makeup. You are into makeup. I just saw some, some instruments in your hands. God is about to anoint your hands. And he's about to use you to make up royalty. Your clientele base is about to change. The kind of people you make up for is about to change. Fire! You reign on high. Yes, you reign on high. <laughs> You reign on high. Come down. There's a prophet. Come, come. Get, get all he wants for you. Come, come, come. You're a prophetess. You're a prophetess. You are, you are a prophetess. You prophesy. Let that river flow, daughter. Anolua, let that river flow. Nations are waiting. There's a prophetess inside of you. God spoke to your mother, spoke to your parents, and I remember from your young age about your prophetic grace. Lord, I call her into it. I call her into it. Yes, girl. Come into it. Come into it now. 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 In the name of Jesus. You reign on high. Shoo shoo talaba hatalaba. 
Just let, let, let her be. Let Lord. this is no more this no more just a group of young people this is an army said the lord this is an army this is an army this is an army and today Bukola come today god is increasing your rank i just saw god decorating both of you with a new rank in the spirit a new rank a new rank a new rank do you love your pastors stretch your hands towards them from today god says to tell you hold it play slowly god says to tell you don't just see them any longer as just your pastors they are but you need to start seeing them as your commanders because they are that's it <laughs> there's a militant dimension there's a militant dimension woman of god do not be afraid bookie you've had questions and god said he's going to answer questions in this season you've had questions sometimes you've asked yourself what am i doing here why am i here why am i married to this man i didn't want this for my life i didn't want this border i just wanted to be do my own thing and love god but bookie come on come on there's much more to you girl lay crack about listen god said to tell you that he will pay you <laughs> God said he will take care of you and your kids God said to tell you he said to just comfort you in this season that he's going to take care of you and the kids you've been afraid about the future and what what whole what this leads is going to lead to God said he's going to take care of you daughter and he's going to bring you mentors he's going to bring you people he's going to bring you mothers he's going to bring you into that space where you will meet your elizabeth and the baby in your womb will leap starting right now Woo! i want to ask every lady in this room to begin to honor this woman to begin to pray for her yes that's the right thing to do put your hands on your on, uh, just make sure you're touching someone that is touching her you don't everybody doesn't have to touch her there's there's just a grace and the same for all the men do that for pastor for, for pastor tolu all the ladies just make sure you're touching someone touching your pastor's wife from your heart from your heart i want you to determine to to love these people to serve them from your heart if you ever had any issues if you ever sat in a place where they were talked against or you even you had reservations about them today repent from that and say lord i see these people as my father and mother i see them as my commanders in this troop I align with them i serve them for some of you god is going to tell you what you need to start doing for them periodically some of you need to take care of their wardrobe for a long time some of you need to take care of food stuff in their house for a long time some of you need to take care of their mobility for a long time somebody here your pastor must is not to be able to call you every time he wants to move and you pay for the uber and for some of you you're going to buy them houses and lands and and things because you understand if it happens to them it will happen for you bookie is a new day oh something is happening right now something is happening glory to god 
Just, 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 just receive your sons and daughters. Hug them. Just, just, just bless them. Just, 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 just receive them. Receive them. Receive them. Receive them. Receive them. It's a new place of commitment in this house. A new place of commitment. A new dimension of commitment. Thank you, Father. Today, I commission this church as a boot camp. I commission this church. You may let go. You may let go of them. Father, thank you. Lift your hands, everyone. Let it rain. <laughs> Let it rain. Open the flood gates of heaven. Let it rain. Let it rain. At the count of three, you're going to shout, Yes, Lord. And when you shout, Yes, Lord, this is what I hear in my spirit. A militant church is rising from this place. When you shout that, Yes, Lord, you're saying yes to the commander in chief. You're saying, God, whatever you want to do with me, do it. When you shout that, Yes, Lord, some of you won't be able to stand. Some others will be. But whatever happens, when you say that, Yes, Lord, you are saying yes to his will, yes to his call, yes to your assignment. No more backsliddenness. You're not going back to the parties. You're not going back to that boyfriend that is not of God. You're not going back to that mess. You're not going back to that music. You're not going back to pornography. You're not going back to masturbation. You're not going back to that club. You are not going back there. You're saying yes, Lord. You're saying yes, Lord. You're saying yes to the will of the Father. You are going to do what He asked you to do. You're going to serve where He said you should serve. You're going to get on the job He said you should get onto. You're going to get leave that that industry and go to the industry He committed. As you shout yes, Lord, power is going to move in this. Are you ready? At the count of three, I will shout saviors, and you shout yes, Lord. Lord, are you ready when we do that somebody get on the drums when we do that as you shout yes lord power is going to move in this place a militant uh, uh, a militant people are going to rise at the count of three i'll shout saviors and you shout yes lord are you ready one two three saviors take it now take it now <laughs> we go two more times somebody help somebody help somebody help somebody help somebody help we'll go two more times don't be distracted we'll go two more times yes to your will yes to your purpose yes to your plan yes to your way yes are you ready are you ready are you ready one two three save your son say yes lord Yes to your will. Yes to your purpose. Yes to your plan. Help her. Fire. Sakaba. Yes, Lord. Come on. This green church, are you ready? This green church, are you ready? 
The power of God is in this room right now. I declare an army, an army where you shout yes Lord this time. Don't stop, don't stop until you feel a release. Until you know that you know that you know that you're not going back. Until you know that you know that you're committed. One, two, three, say yes. Come son. Lift your hands. Shout yes, Lord. Shout yes, Lord. Fire. Fire. Shout yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Fire. Yes, Lord. Fire. Yes, Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do da 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 it out of fire. Oh, yeah, 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 Jatala bala saka, jatala sakapa, naraba saka. There's fire in this room. There's fire in this room. Sekapa yaraba baba. Fire brands, fire brands, fire brands, fire brands, fire brands. Hey yeah yeah, hey Yahweh. Daughter, raise that sound in your spirit. Yes, your declaration this evening and I will go wherever you lead me I will go hallelujah that's our declaration today there's going to be a massive evangelistic move in this church listen you will not remain this number. The next three months is a season of harvest. You're about to be set on fire and you'll go and burn and people will run into this house with you. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready for an unusual evangelistic anointing, boldness. Father, release fire on your people. It's an unusual boldness that is coming upon this house. For indeed, greenhouse, you have been in hiding. And you've been in a controlled environment. I'm about to set you on fire, said the Lord. 
<laughs> Don't be distracted, just flow into it. Yes. I love you great man and I believe God is set to do great things with this ministry I feel so much at home here I feel this is just an extension of our spiritual family I love every one of you I want us to begin to collaborate in everything next Saturday we are praying for 7 hours for Nigeria and I want all of you to be part of it Put it out there it's going to be an online thing it's going to be on site and i want this greenhouse to be part of it your pastor is part of it i just believe this is the beginning of a new season so god is going to cause you to begin to reorganize this church to be very strategic about raising people which means your pastor and his wife is going to begin to sit you down and say what's your word what's your work what's your world and in three months in six months you should be able to say this is exactly where God has called me in this season and they're going to begin to train you to be a savior this is not a church for people who just want to come get blessed you will get blessed there's a church for people who want to be a blessing you guys are enjoying so much here it's time to bring others into this harvest this anointing is for a purpose. Ministries are going to spring forth. Ministries are going to spring forth. And God is saying, what's going to hold it all together is love. It's love. That's it. That's what's going to pull it together. This greenhouse, people will be attracted here because of your love life. If, if there's anyone who has offended you here, settle it now. Settle in this season. It is slowing your pace. There's a new kind of church rising. And this green church is part of that church. Love you guys. Hallelujah. Are we blessed? Are we blessed? Let's give you thanks. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are we thanking him? Give him praise. Is God not awesome? Is God not awesome? See the confirmations? You know, hallelujah. God is beautiful. Oh, he's beautiful. But I will thank you. I'm just blessing, but I'm just blessing. Yes. Hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.